All the things I wish I knew sooner. And I'm telling you now so that you don't make the same mistakes. Get a cup of tea. It's going to be a long one. And I feel like I was going to say the things I wish I knew when I was 16. But to be honest, these things would have been useless to me at 16. These are things that I've learned, I want to say, in the last like year. And they're good for me now. So you know what? I'm happy that I learned them when I learned them. And I hope that you are in a position where this is going to help you as well let's get into it i made a little list let's just let's just dab right in men right this one when i first wrote this i genuinely got chill I'm, I'm not even just being drum i sound really dramatic got chills like relax sarah it's summer what do you mean you got chills no but it's just it sounds like quite deep but just hear me out so men often aren't trying to hurt you oh by the way i'm sarah and this is what would dream girl do <laughs> As you can see, I um, I said on my last podcast, I talk really, really fast as well. So I think, I believe there's a feature on the podcast where you can slow me down if it's a bit much because I ain't changing my speaking speed. You can also speed me up. But like I've said before, you might as well just put on like a Nicki Minaj or Ruby Rose rap because it'll be the same thing because I speak that fast. You'll just think you're listening to a mixtape. Okay. Men often aren't trying to hurt you. They just don't care enough to not hurt you. I felt like a lyrical genius when I wrote that, but it's so true. And I think learning this, it makes you... You know that sound on TikTok? TikTok. You know that app, guys? I'm sure you do. Where it's like, you're just a man. It's just what you do. Yes, I know my vocals are amazing, but it's very much that. It's like, often often right you know when you're like oh he hurt me he, he's evil he wanted to do this to me maybe there are evil men who actively go around hurting girls but i can promise you a lot of the time they didn't even try to hurt you they didn't think about how much it would hurt you they just didn't care enough to consider how you felt okay and when you look at it like that it's almost a little bit like okay you didn't try to hurt me you're just not the best person because you don't consider other people's feelings it almost takes a bit of the burn off it actually has helped me this mindset a bit as well because it's like you're not an evil person you just lack the ability to consider how that might make me feel and to be honest i don't envy you at all you don't think about how other people feel doesn't you don't sound like a very developed person like I mean, we all have our flaws and like there's often like there's many times where I've been very selfish in my life, but I'm proud to say I'm giving myself a gold star right now. I'm giving myself a medal. I do like to consider people's feelings. So a lot of the time they aren't trying to be evil to you. They aren't thinking this is going to really hurt. You know, when they do something like following a girl, back liking a girl's picture, all these little things that often us girls speak about bothering us. They're not do a lot of the time. They're not doing it out of spite and even bigger things. They're not doing it out to, to actively hurt you. They just don't care or lack they they must be lacking the brain cells to process why that might hurt your feelings that's still not good that's not me saying so this in this case we should just excuse bad behavior no it I, i don't mean that at all i just think it's a nice it's a way of looking at things where it's like you know what maybe you weren't an evil bastard trying to trying to like ruin my life maybe you're just you're not you're just lacking the the understanding and it's almost it does take a like it takes a little bit of 
not the pain away, but maybe reduces the sting a little bit. It adds a bit of, you know, after sun to the sunburn. Um, but by all means, it does not mean that men are, like, not trash. No, not all men are trash, but you know what I mean. I have to say not all, and I'm sick of it. I'm not even saying it again. I don't need to say not all. We know the drill. Okay, I'm going to move on. The next point that I wrote down that I learned. So, do you know what, as well, how to apply that to your life? If you, the next time something hurts you, I feel like you, you know when, when someone's trying to hurt you. I feel like if we use our critical thinking, it's quite obvious when someone's trying. But if something's hurt you and you think like, oh, you, how could you do this to me? Try and even for your own sanity, just view it in a way of like, you know what? They just didn't, they just didn't think that through. They just didn't think how that would hurt me. I think a lot of men fail to put themselves in our shoes. I think, well, I mean, I don't want to just throw wild statements out there, but I feel like women are better at doing that. Um, I'm actually quite bad at doing that ironically but I've been trying to putting yourself in other people's shoes it really works when it comes to seeing things from other people's perspectives because you're like okay I have just like I do it a lot you know like if I see the guy I'm talking to even breathe in another girl's direction I'm like just like drop dead already like how dare you um we're over but then I'll be happily having like an hour-long conversation with a guy in the gym (laughs) um and asking him to spot me and I think that's fine because you know it's it's but then this is a hypothetical situation this, this doesn't happen wink wink um but it's like no no what I'm saying is like that's a very this is a very like minuscule situation this is not a serious example but I don't want to get too serious but like for me to be getting upset about him breathing in the same space as another woman and then me asking you know the fitty in the gym to spot me and like speaking to him for an hour it's like how can I be getting mad at that? I need to put myself in the other person's shoes. That was a shit example. I, I need to stop talking. But like, what I mean is often, just make a habit of like often putting yourself in other people's shoes and thinking, how would I feel if I was acting the way I'm acting right now? And then honestly, it does change your perspective. Okay, next point. You get what you allow in life. This is a horrible one. I've said it before because it's almost like not fair. And like I said in the last podcast, life ain't fair. Okay. If life was fair, I'd be a billionaire. Do you know what I mean? No, not really. If life was fair, I would 100% have found my soulmate right now. Because how is it fair that I've not? I'm, I'm fantastic. No, but you get what you allow. So basically what I mean is, I've learned that people will treat you the way you allow them to treat you, treat you. And it's not nice because it's essentially me saying if you allow someone to disrespect you, treat you like shit and walk all over you, they will. And the reason it's not nice, it's because it's like, no one should do that to anyone. No one should walk all over disrespect or treat anyone like shit regardless of whether they allow it but the fact of the matter is there's many people who aren't as good as like other people in life there's a lot of people who are just like shitty people and will do that if you have certain things that you want certain boundaries that you want to set you have to set those boundaries and then no one's going to cross them if you keep allowing him to show up late if you keep allowing i'm doing it in like a dating example if you keep allowing him to um like turn up late to dates if you keep allowing him to um keep seeing you with say a good example say like a lot of girls say oh i want him to plan dates i want to go on dates with him like we don't do anything we just slop around the house like he comes to mind that's our only relationship okay but you're letting him every weekend come to yours and you're letting him spend time with you but then you're nagging going oh i want to go out there comes a point where you have to put the boundary in and say we're not seeing each other unless something's planned and we go out because i want to go out and then if that's meant to be you're gonna be like, okay, clearly she set the boundary. We need to do things. If you keep allowing certain behavior, 
unfortunately especially if the person's not like not the best person in an ideal world they should just do it anyway but if you keep allowing certain behavior it just just keep ha- keeps happening which is why i say honestly for the best results set your standards high set your boundaries do not worry about your boundaries pushing people away if they do they're clearly not the right person for you anyway and you'll li- live a happier life knowing that you set a boundary and that chase someone away instead of you know settling for a lot less than you deserve and just living an unhappy existence like no thank you okay this one is my favorite one i wrote it down and again i got chills guys how is how is your good sis sarah getting chills in in summer please but i'm just i'm just so inspirational guys i can't um sex is only good when you like and respect each other and it shouldn't be taken lightly now this one i understand that people are going to disagree i understand that some people enjoy having casual sex that is not my any of my business okay um and but in my opinion okay and this is my opinion if if (laughs) in my opinion this is my opinion i just had to double clarify in case one of you wasn't listening i hope you're listening now okay as you know like a lot of girls have said like they don't really enjoy sex they struggle to enjoy they struggle to like you know get the full benefits of you know this this act and that is purely down to a lot of the time the guy or your partner not knowing how to you know please you or make that an enjoyable experience for you now why does that happen because they don't care to make it enjoyable for you they only care about themselves they only care about pleasuring themselves they don't care to make sex an enjoyable experience for you which is why i'd argue that sex is only good when you like and respect each other because equally you want to please each other and you want to have like in each other enjoy the experience and i would say that having like casual sex can be quite damaging now if you feel like you're fine doing that then do that this is not me preaching at anyone because that's not what i want to do but if you're doing it constantly and feeling really unfulfilled that's when i'd say you really need to stop and take a step back it's not something that should be taken lightly people get really connected to each other and attached to each other um and you if especially if you feel like oh you haven't really been enjoying it lately this is a real telltale sign that like the person that you're doing it with they could just be clueless like but i'd argue that they should go out their way to make sure that you are enjoying it and i feel like there's a lot of signs if you're if you've not been enjoying it and you've been feeling like it's very much one-sided that could be a sign that they don't respect you enough and they don't like you enough to even care that you're enjoying it like and you know i don't like have casual sex anyway like i mean i'm i'm just exposing my business here but i don't and i won't just because that's never been like my thing so um and that's just personal but this is one of the reasons for that like i wouldn't you know engage in any like sort of like sex or anything i feel so awkward talking about this why what is wrong with me i need to slap myself around the face it's literally i'm literally with my besties right now but no i feel like no it's fine but any sort of like intimate act like i could only ever do it with someone that i like like loved respected and cared for period um and that's just because like of that like i feel like that just makes it the experience that it should be as opposed to just something where you're both focused on what you can gain out of it as opposed to like an act of love which i believe it should be but this is you know not in any way me shaming anyone who does that as i've said before because 
that's not what this is about but it's just something to bear in mind and I think if it resonates with you listening and you're thinking you know what I am that person like I've um struggled with like I've not been enjoying it this is for you this is probably the reason why I'm going to be honest like the person that you are doing it with should take time to understand you and make it enjoyable for you and they should want to do that without you asking they should want you to enjoy the experience otherwise it says a lot about the way they feel about you okay the next point again hard pill to swallow when you think the world revolves around you aka me which is why i put in brackets on these notes leos pay attention i have to mention that i'm a leo in every podcast and it's going to continue to happen there is other realities outside of your own um what do you mean the world revolves around me what do you what do you mean but i feel like it's quite common for us to think the world does revolve around us i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because it's quite literally my world who else is it going to revolve around please who but you we get so inside our own heads to the point where like we think that when we jump to a conclusion we think that's the only conclusion that could ever be because that's in our heads but the fact is there's sometimes we are wrong and sometimes the reality that we create in our head is not the actual reality and we have to just accept that we will not always be right all the time and this i promise is gonna help you so much with your mindset like you oh you're gonna be more comforted as well that when you you know when you jump to a conclusion like okay he's not responded in an hour must mean that you know he is in like he's with another girl okay it's been an hour there's this is your conclusion that you jumped to <laughs> he could just be asleep no but you've come you've jumped to a conclusion and now you're thinking okay this is definitely the conclusion that I've jumped to. You've done a bit of digging. You've set in this reality up in your head. It's far from the truth. He's just at work. Like, it's only been an hour, this, which is why this is just an example, but you know what I mean. So you, a lot of people are very stubborn and they're like, no, no, that's what I thought. So this is what it is. It wasn't the truth. And we just need to accept that. And I feel like it's quite comforting knowing that some of the crazy things, because our minds can think really crazy things, but some of the crazy things we think about like are not true and that's good okay the next point is chasing and smothering doesn't work and this is both in a relationship and friendship way oh and this is such a good one i'm gonna give an exact example so you feel like someone maybe the guy that you're talking to you're drifting apart okay you feel like he's not spending as much time with you you're not going on as many dates you obviously upset you like spending time with him so you think it's a good idea to kind of just bombard him with messages i feel like we're drifting apart we need to do this we need to do that i need to do this i need to do that let's meet tomorrow and it's all coming from you not only is that going to cause them to back away even more say for example yes they were backing you were drifting a little bit you are right they were you were drifting not only is chasing and smothering them like that and bombarding them going to make them drift away more it also subconsciously tells them that you value them more than they value you because you're the one that's reached out being like i need you like i I want this to work they haven't done that to you so subconsciously it's giving off the vibe and the energy that they are the the more valuable one in this relationship they are the superior person in this relationship which isn't the truth but that's the message you're giving off when you bombard it should be mutual it should be completely mutual the effort the energy you bombarding someone i don't want to lose you i don't you're basically saying you're more important to me than i am to you because i've been the one that's had to chase you down bombard you 
and put in loads of effort when there's been none back. So that's never the answer. And I always say it's a lose-lose to chase someone because one, if you're losing them anyway, okay, this is only going to make you lose them faster. And it's also going to make them think that you don't respect yourself really because you're just bombarding them. You should be like, no, do you know what? I'm a catch in this situation as well. I'm like a great person to have in, in someone's life. If you don't think that, you are meant to go like good riddance you should have the self-respect to be like no I don't need to bombard anyone I don't need to chase and smother anyone I'm like great regardless so the only way I feel like if you feel like you're drifting with someone whether it's a friend or a boyfriend the only way to get them to come back I think is to not bombard them and not chase them don't cut off all contact by all means try reaching out in in a non-desperate way if you feel like it but the bombarding and the chasing is 100% only going to make the, the drift worse. I think if you're meant to be, you will come back to each other and desperation and chasing and smothering is not the answer. And not only for the other person, the message it's giving to you is, I, I'm i like the lesser person in this friendship or relationship because I'm the one that's had to bombard them, smother them. Like I'm the lesser person. Do you know what I mean? I hope I'm making sense. I'm not just talking, talking rubbish. I've got another point. This one I love. This one's like quite like a first date kind of what I think this like I'm gonna the example that I'm gonna give is a first date. Do not give people clues on how to treat you. So imagine you've been in a really horrible, toxic, like abusive relationship. Your ex treated you really badly. Um and he's done like loads of things but you kept him around because you felt the connection was good you kept him around for around three years you ignored all this horrible treatment because you thought you were going to work out I feel like we've all been in a similar situation like that you finally broken up and it's now time for you to start dating again you go on a date with a new guy um it's almost quite negative this point but just hear me out he's asking you why didn't things work out with your ex like what what happened and you're going into detail you're telling him all these details about how um the guy treated you like shit all the things he did to you and then you're gonna say but you know what I just kept him around because I wanted um like I wanted you know it to work out and then he might ask you another question he might say listen like well, well what do you like in a relationship what things would you have liked him to do and you're gonna say well I would have liked him to bring me flowers I would have liked him to do this 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 all you're doing is giving this new guy who you don't know yet because you've just met him clues on how to treat you and clues on how to manipulate you. Now, why does this sound negative? Because it almost sounds like I'm saying straight away, assume that this guy wants to manipulate, manipulate, manipulate. Wow. Tongue twister. Manipulate you. But it's true. All you're doing is giving him clues on how to treat you. So let's just imagine this guy, that this new guy you went on a date, you've gone on a fresh date with. He's not a good person. He's now got to think, okay she allowed all this bad behavior so i know that she's quite a weak person she can she can put up with all this bad behavior she's just told me what she likes i can manipulate her by buying her a few flowers doing this 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 but down the line i know she's going to keep me around because she did with her ex you're just giving him clues on how he can play you if you say oh i like guys who are really consistent he's going to show you consistency whether he's a consistent person or not because you said that's what you liked and he knows and then he's going to do that until you're attached and you never know now this is the worst case scenario he might be a really nice guy he might not do this 
But why do we want to take the risk so early on? It's the first a few dates in, you don't need to be giving them that many clues. If they ask questions about your past relationships, all you need to say is, it didn't work out, I know what I'm looking for now. Keep it short and sweet, don't give clues away. Obviously, when you get into a new relationship, sharing you know, about your past can be really healing and that's normal, like you share details. But so early on, there's no reason to give 